Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Or my dad used to tell me, my coach used to tell me, the only person I was able to block me was myself. Mentally. For me to go out or in the way I did, I was able to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself, I can do this. Here come the Irish. What a run! Touchdown! Play of the year for the Irish! Welcome to the Indy on NBC podcast. I'm your host, Corey Robinson. Another great day to be a, an Irish man. I mean, Notre Dame moves up to the top 10, number 10 in the polls, and a, a huge win, 56-3 to three over Tennessee State. Yes, 56. We're seeing some high-scoring games. One thing that I um, I got to be honest with you, you know, just between you and I, the game was really boring, and I love that because that is a great sign. <laughs> that is a, when there's no stress whatsoever, that's a great sign. A lot of scoring, obviously. Uh, Sam Hartman, another super efficient game. There's Heisman buzz. We're not going to get into that. But... I do want to put one thing on your radar. I don't know if you saw this, but number nine, Clemson, they are no longer number nine. They dropped many spots. If I remember correctly, number 25 is where I saw them last. They lost to Duke. That was a big game on our season. Just keep an eye on how they're doing. Okay, now it is my pleasure to introduce Howard Cross the third into the podcast. His dad, Howard Cross Jr., big NFL guy. Super excited just to hear what Howard's thinking and what he's doing because that defense is rolling right now. So without any further ado, here is Howard Cross. It's my joy to welcome Howard into the pod. Look, you know, the defense has been pretty amazing. No touchdown score, just two field goals in the past couple of weeks. You know, what has been your assessment on what you guys have been able to put out there? I mean, this is supposed to be the team. Obviously, everybody's been looking forward to it. We have players. We have the leadership. We have uh, the emotion. We, have, we want to fight for every single game and coach free has a new saying every year and this year is win day by day so we're not even thinking about saturday we're thinking about tuesday as far as i mean wednesday thursday friday and then game day so uh we're going day by day uh and then as for just us with coach golden like we're all making sure we do our jobs we're one of 11 that's the whole point one person messes up it's corny me saying this but if one person messes up everybody messes up so that's how it works. And for us to go two whole games without nobody scoring a touchdown and having God knows how many red zone stops, like we we know what we're doing and we're fighting for it. So it's funny you say the whole corny thing, because sometimes when I listen to coaches and players talk, it's just like, you know, the inspiration board and there's like some quote, you know, it's like, well, that could, doesn't seem practical or applicable. How do you um, keep that? that saying alive and actually, you know, implement it on a day-to-day basis, like when day-to-day, what does that actually mean to you, you know, let's say today on Tuesday as we're recording this? It means obviously, yeah, like 
think about Saturday in terms of like get prepared for it. But like today when we're at practice, don't think about the last play on, I don't know, the fourth quarter drive or think about what happens if like we're, we're like down what happens if we're up or how we're going to act or just like situate, just think about we have these plays for Tuesday, get them right, make sure they're right and move on next day. Make sure the plays are right next day. Make sure the plays are right Saturday. Make sure you, so it's a test. So final exam is Saturday. Make sure you do it right and you're good. Just look at it. That's what, that's what I look at. And I think a lot of guys look at it as just like a regular test. Like you go through the entire week studying the material, studying the material, practicing the material. And then at the end of the day, you got to show it. That's a lovely way to look at it. Uh, you know, I, I'm also curious, though, how do you get that maybe we're fine for, you know, for you or something like that, but you have 100 guys on this team. How do you get other people to believe, you know, in these things with you every single year? Um, I mean, it's just show off by example. That's that's really it. Like if it's, I know, again, corny, but like it's contagious. Like if you go out and it's because every guy here wants the same thing, right? Every guy here wants to be successful in the league or in life or something, but every guy here has the same thing. They want to play and they want to be that guy. And guys aren't dumb. Guys aren't stupid. So one guy is going out and, in practice and running the ball every day it's like 90 degrees and everybody's sweating and like on the ground and there's one dude still standing up still running the ball still getting everybody going and he's that guy on the team everybody's gonna do that same thing so so let's talk i know you don't want to talk about saturday it's whatever four days away but i got it i gotta bring up nc state so let, let's talk about this it's a, it's the first road game of the season you already went to ireland so i don't know if that really counts as far as traveling is concerned but heading into this mentally, you know, how, how are you preparing for the first true road game, I guess, of, of the season? I mean, again, like every game, it's just a game. Like whether you're playing Ohio State, it's this is actually a big emphasis this year, is whether you're playing Ohio State, whether you're playing uh, Central Michigan, Tennessee State, Clemson, Alabama, it doesn't matter. We're going to go out with the same exact intensity, same exact speed, uh, same exact mindset of we're going to go out and we're going to give it our, our best. Let's go back to last year really quick, because I, I always love seeing the trajectory, you know, being able to chart players' growth over the years. Last year, you had 33 tackles, two sacks, forced fumble. What did you focus on this offseason to help you take that next step this season? Staying healthy was a big one, because <laughs> uh, it was the first four games. I actually got most of I, I think I had, like, of the first four games, I had, like, 20 tackles the first four games or something like that, and then I got hurt. I mean, that's, just, that's, how, that's how it goes, unfortunately. But, I just, but my biggest thing from last year was I really genuinely think that I could have done what I'm doing now my freshman year if I just had the mindset, not the mindset of, like, laziness, just the mindset of believing in myself. For the long – I mean, I've said this in, um, to a lot of people before, a lot of other reporters, is my biggest thing, the only, or my dad used to tell me, my coach used to tell me, the only person that was able to block me was myself hmm. mentally. Like, if, like, uh, I have, like, a bad day or something like that, like I used to be like, damn, I, I suck. I used to tell myself that I, I, I suck. I'm not good enough. But like last year, the Ohio State game, just out of my pure hatred for Ohio State, <laughs> and just getting ready for it, and they're they're the number one offensive line in the nation. Everybody's like, they're they're gonna kill you guys. Uh, this is gonna be a huge game. Like the D line doesn't stand a chance. And then for me to go out and perform the way I did, I was able to look at myself in the mirror and tell myself I can do this. And I, I'm hearing a lot of this Deion Sanders mentality, which um, uh, which I think is funny, but he used to tell himself um, when he would mess up, 
or somebody would block him or somebody would cover him or tackle him, he would he would be like, hey, that, that was a fluke. It was an error. That didn't happen. It was a mistake. It was a blip. That didn't, I tripped. Like that, but, that, but that's like, but that's the mindset. Like I got to have is like, no matter what, I'm, I'm, if I line up across from you, you cannot stop me. And that is going to be my mindset going forward. And that's my mindset that I've, that I've gotten. What's the difference between confidence and delusion? Uh, well, delusion is if you have that and it's not happening, <laughs> right? So if you go out and you're just not getting it done, like, yeah, I could do this and you're not like that, that was my biggest thing. And that was like, my big, that, that was my main thing I said uh, that I had arguments with myself about was um, I was like, Hey, like, well, you didn't do well this one day. So I guess like you're just not that person, but that's unfortunately not how life works is if like you have like a hundred good days, you have one bad day doesn't mean you're bad. It just means you have one bad day. But I had to like tell myself that over and over and over again. Uh, and that's that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. When, when you think about the conversations you've had with your dad, you know, just help me understand what he's done this season to help you prepare on the mental side. Um, honestly, it's, it's just the same thing every single year. It's two things. It's uh, run of the ball which at this point I'm just getting sick of hearing it, which again, even in high school, like I, Ohio State was one of my biggest games. Had a sack, six, five, six tackles. Be a number one online nation thing. That's great. Make sure you run the ball. And that's like he calls and tells me, all right, you're good, run the ball. All right, it done better, run the ball. It's, it's the same thing all the time. But um, yeah, he, he's also very big on, he was, uh, he was a big help in hammering that mentality of, you have one bad day it doesn't mean you're a bad player you just had a bad day and if you have the mentality which i and the ability which i do to line up across from somebody and say you cannot stop me that is what your mindset should be and he is continuously hammered that in my head and even when i eventually do slip which i've trained myself not to but uh, i used to um my dad was there to be like hey like get it together like come on you you're, you're smarter than this Let's talk about the D line because you know I I'm a huge fan. This is gonna sound nerdy. I'm a huge fan of line play. I just think you know I think it's like an art within an art within an art, right? So I think it's a very high art form. Everyone focuses on the, the edge rushers, right? It's kind of like the sexy position. When you talk about the interior line play, how do you go about thinking about uh, that almost martial art combat with you and the offensive lineman? Um, I mean, for me, I've. I just kind of go with instinct, and then obviously every day I focus on one thing at a time. So this offseason, I would focus on watching hands. So mm-hmm. I'm coming with the ball, making sure I know where your hands are at all times. Security, let me check your pockets. Let me see your hands. Don't talk to anything crazy. But that's kind of like what I've been training myself to do. And my dad was extreme with it growing up because he was a black belt and a golden gloves boxer. So he's like, yeah, you know, I'd – I used to do karate. Time learned to use my hands. I used to hit people all the time. Um, like that's, I'm not doing that. But um, you know, he, he's very like he used to tell stories about how when he was at practice, he used to catch Michael Strahan's hands and like make him clap during practice. Oh, uh, and they used to get in fights over that. But like, yeah, he emphasized uh, the whole hands thing. And then for me, this off season was uh, every great player doesn't have like 18 different things they're good at. They have three, max three. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like Aaron Donald, for example, pass like pass rush wise. Aaron Donald has three moves, 
and I've heard this from people that have trained with him and everything like that, is he's the one that's saying it is like, you don't have to have eight. You can, you can, have, you could just be that guy and have 18 different things you could do, or you can just have two to three moves that you master and nobody can stop. Yeah. So like I've, I've seen that Foskey that just left Foskey had two or three moves. I think two moves actually two moves for the sack record. So if you master those two or three things, you can be unstoppable. That's it's so interesting. And basketball is the same kind of concept where, you know, you, you have your main move, then not many people have a counter. And then there are very few people who have a counter to the counter. And if you have a counter to the counter, you're, you're like Hakeem Olajuwon. You're a Hall of Famer. You're unstoppable. So it is interesting that you say that. Uh, talk about the D-line, too. What is the, the culture in your, in your mind of the Notre Dame defensive line? Because when you talk about Bosky, I think about a guy like Justin Tuck, who's one of the all-time greats for me, Alan Page, even going back, another all-time great. What, how do you describe that culture of Notre Dame defensive line? Um, Coach Wash has definitely hammered in the mentality of uh, whether it's our team or the opposite team, we, are, we will be the best unit on the field at all times. Whether our practice or in Ireland or an away game or whatever, our team or not our team or the other team, we will be the best unit on the field at all times. You better walk away from the field knowing that we were the defining factor in the game. For better, no, no only for better. But like we, we were, the, we were the guys on on the field. Uh, I don't know. One thing I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get kind of nerdy with you, but I don't know uh, if do you like soccer? Are are you a big Messi fan? Yeah. Okay, so you know one of his teammates when he was playing for Argentina you know, in the World Cup says Messi has this ability to see above like a bird, and that's one of the reasons why he's so great is because he sees the game like a bird does from a bird's eye view, and no one else can see the game that way. When you think about great defensive linemen that you study, uh, you talk about the moves, the two to three moves, but what, what kind of techniques or, or qualities that they have, in your opinion, that just separate them um, other than just technique-wise uh, well, as far as how they think about the game or something? Well, there's two, and there's only two. Uh, it's one, like you said, is knowing where the ball is at all times, which I'm still learning to do and I'm pretty sure a lot of guys are learning to do. And the second one is just just keep running to the ball. Like whether it's whether you're being blocked or the ball's going in the opposite direction or what, if you keep running the ball, you're going to get there. So I, I'm making that mentality for me. Um, like the amount of times, because I, in my mentality, like I keep talking about, I used to be like, oh, Eric Dahl never gets blocked. I'm like, well, he does. And actually a lot of the times that he makes sacks are when the times that he gets, like, he gets stopped. Mm-hmm. But like, he'll get stopped and I'll see the ball and just keep running and get a sack. Like that's oh. how, like that's how it works. So I've, so that's for me what makes great players, and that's kind of what I'm trying and making myself, making sure that I do for practice and games. Let's move on to campus life. We like to also have some color, um, you know, beyond the pads. Uh, what are your aspirations? Your five, your five years at Notre Dame. What do you want to do way after the game's done? Um, so I am. So I graduated um, with a degree in industrial design economics. Uh, obviously, I want to start some more in the business world. Uh, I've taken a few internships. Uh, I've talked to Mr. Tom Mendoza, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't know, I've done I've done a lot of things. I think there's one thing I think is like uh, client management or something like that. Because I'm a big I don't like sitting in like cubicles, and I like going out and talking to people and just like having fun. And I think one of my internships was like HR or like client, something like that. And the whole per- and the whole purpose was to just go out and just have fun with the client or to make sure like uh, like they're happy and knowing what they're doing with the company. And that's kind of like what I want to do. 
So that's fantastic. Do you know uh, where where in the world you want do you want to live abroad? Do you want to live in the big city? Where you, do you have any idea there? Um, I don't know. Obviously, I'm from Jersey, so everybody and their mom starts out in New York. But my sister actually, uh, shout out Bella, uh, is uh, actually doing way better than me right now. She's actually her first job is at a uh, financial firm in South Beach, Miami. So she's wow. having, yeah, she's having a great time down there. So that would be kind of cool. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but uh, again, I'll, I'll see. I'll see what happens. But uh, I'm doing my master's right now, so uh, if I got willing, I do what I need to do, and I have a chance to to leave in December. Then um, I'm making sure I can come back and finish my master's degree. So I'll have that. Fantastic. My last question to you is: uh, What is um... When you walk out into the field, when you go through the tunnel and you see the golden helmets, uh, what do you feel? Um, I guess like a sense of pride is like a, a big one because, I mean, it's not really, when you're here, you don't really think about it, but um, like everybody wants to be a part of Notre Dame, I feel like. Like everybody wants to go to school here, have a degree from here or something like that. So I think that's like the, the mentality, but I kind of have my own everybody has their own affirmations when they go on the field and i've this year developed my own asper, uh, affirmations for myself I'm walking on the field just stuff that i repeat over and over again that helped me get through the game fantastic thank you so much for your time howard best of luck this weekend and win day to day i'm going to put that on my wall over here maybe right here <laughs> have a good one thank you thank you okay so coming up nc state this is going to be interesting technically it's the first road game of the season even though ireland traveling so it's it's kind of Yes, I guess it's a road game, but whatever. Main point, first road game of the season. I'm excited to see uh, how the defense continues to perform. Because we went from Navy, which is a unique situation, to Tennessee State, to now NC State. This is going to be a real test, I think, for the defense. Will they give up a touchdown? Who knows? That's going to be the thing I look for. Also, Sam Hartman played a ton against NC State when he was at Wake Forest. Will he continue to be efficient? And We'll see what happens with the wide receiver core. It seems like there are so many catches. It's just like a very generous group. And I love that because how do you stop that? They're just <laughs> too many people to cover. These are all things to look forward to. So we'll be back next week with reactions to the NC State game and a preview of next weekend's home matchup versus Central Michigan. Be sure to download and subscribe to the Notre Dame on NBC podcast, on the NBC Sports YouTube channel, and wherever you get your audio podcasts. Go Irish. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.